So this week's parasha is parasha Svayesha, and uh, it's also Shabbos Hanukkah. So let's see if we could put it together. So in this week's parasha, there's some very interesting pesukim when it says when when Yaakov sends Yosef to go to see how his brothers are doing, even though Yosef knows his brothers don't like him, he's willing to go because Yaakov asked him to. And the pasuk says that when he went to he went he left Me'emek Chevron and he went to Shechem. And he finds, he didn't know where his brothers were, and a man found him, or, and he was wandering in the field. He didn't know where his brothers were. And the person asked him, where, what, what are you looking for? And he said, I'm looking for my brothers. Please tell me where they are shepherding the uh, herd. And the man said to him, they left from this, because I heard them saying, we're going to, to Daisa which seem to be cryptic words, but, but and on the surface, I mean, the man said they left here and they went to Daisa. And Yosef went to his brothers. Rashi says that Nasu Mizeh, who was the Ish? The Ish was, uh, was Gavriel, the, the Malach, the angel. And he said, they, Nasu they, Mizeh means they distanced themselves from the brotherhood. And I don't feel like they were connected to you anymore as a brother. And they went to Daisa, which, which Rashi says, they went to figure out ways to kill you. From different ways that they legitimately have you killed. And, and even so, Yosef went. But the Pasuk doesn't indicate that Yosef understood what the Malach was saying. He, but he, he took the, he, he, maybe he didn't even know if it was a Malach. I don't, it's possible, but, but, but maybe he did. But he, he so it's, the, if you look at the story, what happened, Yosef couldn't find his brothers. And he was obviously going to a very dangerous situation because his brothers were, wanted to kill him. They didn't like him. God sends a malach, an angel, and directs him to go there. But in the, in, hidden, in, hidden in, in the malach's message is some way out, trying to get him to avoid going, which Yosef didn't perceive. What's the point of this story? And what's the point of giving a message and telling him that you should, maybe shouldn't go? It's dangerous for you if he's going to go. If he, in fact, was directing him to go, it's a strange thing. It's, it seems to be contradictory to what he was trying to accomplish. You're going to tell him where to go, but, oh, but at the same time you're telling him maybe you shouldn't go because it's dangerous, right? So, so that's one thing. So I think there's two, two different uh, stories in the, in, in the parasha which, which um, are, are connected. That for, so on, on, this, on this point, there, there are those that, 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 are those that, that um, um, learn, Abraham Benel for one, and then the, and the Zerah Chadash, bring that the, the reason why the Jews were punished to go down to Mitzrayim is because of the sin of selling Yosef down to Mitzrayim. Which, which is a, obviously begs a, a big question. We know that the fundamental to, to, to Yiddishkeit, fundamental is the T.S. Mitzrayim and the Golas of Mitzrayim. So how could you say it depended on the actions of a few people in sending, selling their brothers? And that's why it was, it was, it was decreed that they'd have to go down to Mitzrayim. It's, it's very, it, it doesn't make sense, something like that. Uh, is is can't be dependent on the actions of people. It's in the course of history. It doesn't. It, it dictates the course of history. So the Shem Yishmuel, who is the Sachar the son of the Abdi Nezer, so he he has a, an approach to it. And I'll say it in the way that I heard this from Rabbi Shulman, who was the Rabbi of the Young Israel, uh, using a modern day sort of analogy. So he says, really, of course, there's a there's a general plan to to the way the world is going to run. God has a has a plan, but Sometimes some of the details still are left up to, to, to people's decisions. But there is a general strategy. And some of the details, and the example that uh, Rishulman gave is that it's like quantum physics. I don't know if anybody's familiar with physics and quantum physics. Physics are that the rules, atoms 
are made up of different components of the atoms. There's electrons and neutrons and so on, protons. Thank you. And they have r specific rules which they have to follow. But there's something called quantum physics, which means that there are particles within those particles that are so small that, that, are, that don't have rules. So he says that's the same idea over here, that there's, there's, there's rules to the way the, the history of the world is going to develop. But within how that's going to play out, it has to, there are certain decisions which are left up to people. So, 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 so that's, so we see already by, by, by Yosef, there's, he was, he was the victim of, or not the victim, he was, through him we see this point that there's history and there's, there's, this, there's um, a path to the destiny of the world, but people have the rights to make decisions along the way. Later on in the parsha as well, at the very end of the parsha, we find the story when Yosef was in jail after the story with the wife of Potiphar, he ends up in jail. And two of the ministers of the king of Parai end up in jail as well, and they have dreams. And Yosef interprets the dreams. One of the one of the Sarah and the baker is going to get killed at Parai's birthday. He's going to he's going to kill the baker, and he's going to release the Saramashkin, the one who's in charge of the wine. As he interprets this dream, and he says to the Saramashkin, "Do me a favor, please. When you go to Parai, rem remember me and don't forget me." On this on this pasuk, the the Medrash says. Brings a pasuk and, and, and brings out another pasuk. It says, "Ashrei Hagever." It's pasuk and tell him, "Ashrei Hagever, Asher Sam BaHashem Eftachem." Praiseworthy is the man who puts his trust and in, in faith in God. That's Yosef. Beloy Pan Al Rahavim, and he didn't turn to the to the Rahavim to the Mitzrayim, and that was Yosef who was punished because he was punished. Two two years were added to his jail sentence, and he didn't get released. It took two years for the Saramashim to remember him to mention it to Parai until Parai had his own dreams, because he said two words. The question is, you just said, that's and now you're saying he's punished because he didn't trust in Hashem. Something doesn't make sense. So this is actually a part which is said over both by, uh, very similarly in the Hasidish world and in the Litvish world, the Shinavarov says it one way and, and the Beis Levi says it very similarly. He says, and, and um, the idea is that someone who's on a very, there's something called Bitachin and Ishtadlas. Bitachin is faith in God and Ishtadlas is the effort you have to put in. So it's a constant, it's a constant tug and pull. What's, you know, yeah, a person is supposed to believe that he's going to be taken care of, but at the same time, a person can't just sit around and, and not, and not uh, work. So, so it's a, how, much, how much effort you put in and how much Minimal. faith you have, that's, that's, that's a, a tug and pull. So great, right, they both say this idea, I, 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 I won't, they say it differently. One says it in a, in a sort of a Hasidish way, and one says it in a, a non-Hasidish way, but, but they're getting to the same point, that a great person... A great person, who was a great tzaddik, a very righteous person, um, is entitled to have more faith, and 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 on the, on and, and and it needs to do less effort, put less effort in, as opposed to so Yosef, who was known as Yosef Hatzadik, the great tzaddik, the righteous man, he was at the highest level, and he was entitled to really rely on his faith. So he 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 did not need to do anything really. He had to do a very minimal, he could have trusted in God that God's going to send him, I should have realized why this whole thing play out this way, why the, why the dreams happen, and I interpreted the dreams because he's going to go and tell Pari and I, I'm going to get out. He didn't have to do anything. Or, or a minimal thing he needed to do. Because obviously the question is why is he getting punished? All he did is ask. That's, well, that's what all of us should do if we are, and it's a difficult situation. We're supposed to make the greatest efforts to get out of it. But Yosef was so great, should have realized, he should have recognized himself that he had to do even less than he did. And because he did this minimal amount, he over he he overdid his effort that he put in according to his greatness, and therefore he was punished. That that's how they both read it. But the point is 
that so 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 let's take but you see that's very much related to this fact that there's a destiny in the world but also depends a little bit on some people's actions the same thing with bitachim could go along with the destiny and and the shtadlas is, is is the actions of people so we had a we had a we had a question so so why do we see this by yosef though so you see this this is revealed there by yosef this concept this this contradiction or this tug and pull between the bitacha and the Ishtadlis or destiny and, 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 and what people have to do. How does that, why is that by Yosef? So if you look back in Parashat Vayetzeh, when Yosef is named Yosef, there were two reasons given why he's named Yosef. We're almost finished, don't worry. There are two reasons why he's given Yosef. It's ki yasef eli kimes kharpasi, Rachel said, Hashem gathered in my embarrassment because I didn't have any children. It would seem that I didn't have any children because there was something wrong with me. I did something wrong. So Hashem gave me a child. And he also, she also prayed, Yosef Hashem liach Hashem should give me another child. He refers to what she has done in her life. Her actions that she did. She's saying, I, I did, may have done something wrong. So, so therefore, it's great to have Yosef. Yosef, that's a person, of course, a person has to be involved in having his own children, but that's not up to them. That was up to, to God's it, it, thing. So there's two components to, to Yosef himself. In his very, when he came into the being, those two components were things. So we, that's why I understand why it's revealed over here by Yosef. So now, Yosef, very important to know, Yosef is, is, the, is the first one of Yaakov's children, the first one of the Bnei Israel to go into Gaulus, to go into the diaspora, to leave the family and, and to start. And he, in fact, is considered the one who, the Av, the Gaulus Av, this is something we could talk about at a different time, the Pachitzka talks about this point, that Yosef is the one who gives us that strength to, to who taught us how to behave in Gaulus. So when Yosef is going to Gaulus, the first step along the way is he goes and he meets this, he meets the Malach, and the Malach says to him, what are you looking for? You're looking, you're looking for your brothers. So he says, okay, I'm going to tell you where they are, and you can go, which we know was going to take him to, to be sold and to go into Gaulus. At the same time, he told him something, he, 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 he told him, gave him an option not to go. He said, by the way, he didn't, yes, I may have not understood it even, but I, by the way, they're going to try to kill you. You know, I, they don't treat you like a brother anymore. Maybe you shouldn't go. So what's the point of this message if Yosef didn't take the message, didn't even understand the message? The point is to let you know this same idea. Now, when you're going into Gaulus, it's there is destiny, but also don't forget, don't undervalue your involvement. Right, and that's what, and that that is what happened with Yosef. Yosef, when later in this later, when he he didn't respect himself enough, how 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 close, how big a tzaddik he was, how little effort he needed to put in, and if he, therefore he over. Of course, that's something which can, we can't really comprehend that level, because for all of us, we obviously have to put in the greatest effort we can in anything. But the point, though, is that it's true for everybody. And that was true for Yosef. That Yosef, he didn't he 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 needed that second lesson to remind him that it's, that this point. That again, we're saying this idea was don't forget that there's destiny, and don't forget that there's your involvement as well. And Yosef later in the parsha the same thing. There was the steer of and was on Yosef to learn at that point, recognize that you should believe in yourself enough to know how much how much effort you need to put in, and that's also true. So that's true for all of us, in Arendella. We have to we have to have that tug and pull in everything that we do to recognize you know. Not only to, this idea, not maybe to know how much effort we need to put in, but maybe more practically is to recognize, not, not to undervalue ourselves. To recognize if Yosef would have realized how great of a tzaddik he was, he wouldn't have put in that effort, extra effort. He wouldn't have had those extra two years in jail, right? It was something that he, that he, that he needed to, to believe in himself more. And that, my friends, that's Hanukkah is about as well. Hanukkah, there were many different Nisan, many miracles. It was a battle. They defeated the, the, the Hashanah and defeated the, the, the Greeks. And they defeated in battle. And like the Rambam says, they brought back the 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 the, the king. The, they brought back Malchus to Israel. There was no king to Kali Israel from the time 
of the destruction of the first bias until after Nechashmanayim. They were under the dominion of, of other powers. But yet, what do we celebrate? We celebrate the miracle of, 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 the, of the menorah, which is the lighting of, when they, of the lighting of the menorah, not the other things. Why? Because when the lighting of the menorah was, the lighting of the menorah was, they, they came in and they, there was not enough oil to burn for eight days. But they did what they could. They, they lit the menorah, and Hashem provided the rest. But in, in the action of the menorah is that same idea, is that same idea of how, how Yosef taught us to, to behave. We learned from Yosef how to behave in Gaulus. Certainly it's always true, but even more so in Gaulus, that we have, to, we have to rely on Hashem, but at the same time we have to put in the necessary effort. And that was the menorah. We put in the maximum effort that we could have. We lit whatever it was. And Hashem provided that it should burn for eight days more. So in, the, in Hanukkah you also see this idea that there's there's destiny and there's effort. It all, it all winds itself back up. And, and uh, it's good to be back with everybody. Have a good channel, guys. All right? Yeah.